is The Issue Window with Albie and Brittany. We are airing out the laundry to clean your soul. Just kidding. You're going to leave with more stains than when you entered. Listen at your own risk. All right, welcome back to another episode of The Issue Window. It is going to be just another episode with Alvi and me. Good morning, Alvi. Good morning. <laughs> How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> just waiting for spring to kick in. Oh, well, you know it's going to as soon as you have to go back to work. Nah, it's actually supposed to hit 70 this week, almost 80 this week. Mm. Finally, about a month behind. It's nice where I am in southern Illinois. Hmm. Lucky you. (laughs) Yep, lucky me. But since you said it, I mean, it's May. I can't believe it. I don't know where this year has been. It seems like time's almost moving. It's moving faster and slower in quarantine than than almost on like a normal, normal day. Yeah, it's it's hard to believe what's been almost... Well, I think it's been about seven weeks now since I've been home. Wow. But with it being May, Alvi and I thought that we would talk about looking for a job. Yep. It's that time of year. People have graduated or are in the process of graduating. So time to look for a job if you haven't mm-hmm. done so already. Yeah, you've actually you've had people contact you for a job. And I wouldn't have even thought about that, Alvi, that you would have potentially people contact you looking because aren't all jobs posted on the equipment manager board whatever that's called is it the AEMA website that jobs are posted on either there or the NCAA job site too most of the jobs are are posted there you know but there's still sometimes you might find one and, you know, it's basically I'm getting people asking me if we're, look, if we're going to be having job openings in the near future. And uh, and so they're trying to get the inside inside um, <laughs> edge to it. But, you yeah. know, it's and we were planning to hire somebody um, this summer, but uh, state hiring freeze and all that, uh, that sort of pushed everything back <laughs> a little bit. So we're waiting. We're waiting. Yeah. So I don't expect that to happen for another year now. Mm-hmm. Maybe next year. Exactly. It is funny though. Sometimes you get if they post on, and sometimes they post on university websites too, which isn't uncommon, yeah, uncommon either. But then sometimes the ones you get from the university posted website, oh, they're just high. You know, a lot of people just putting in their names for jobs that have no clue what they're doing. You know, it's some of the backgrounds of these people. These you know, they have no clue what they're actually applying for. They're just applying for any job. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's interesting. Sometimes you see some of the resumes coming across your, your desk and it's like, why is this person applying for the equipment manager job? They've never done anything like it in their entire life. So it, it is fascinating. You know, obviously you take a little more if you get a, hopefully you get a lead from the AEMA site or, or, NCAA site, those are usually a little better resumes in in the form of the background they have of what you're looking for. But, man, sometimes when they open it up just to general public, you get some crazy people interviewing, you know, just wanting, wanting their job and have no clue what they're doing. 
Sure, sure. I mean, I'm sure the job posting to a lot of people might be might sound pretty vague that they might be able to do it. I'm sure it says something to the effect of handle athletic equipment, do laundry, order. So somebody that has been in potentially some kind of retail management might feel like they are somehow qualified because they just don't know exactly what the job entails. Right. Well, you know, usually, you know, like I said, sometimes there are people who are just applying for every job in, at the university's posting just to get in. Um, so, I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, there, there, and there's people from a varied background in the equipment, in the equipment field, you know, that, that how they got into it, you know, you never, they have degrees in this, that, and the other, and he's like, well, why are you here? Or, you know, obviously Tim has a degree in accounting and, you know, other people have degrees in human performance, exercise science, exercise science degrees in general, uh, you know, which obviously is the way a lot of them go because it's a little more closely related since there's not an actual equipment manager degree. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, there's there's a lot of people with business degrees, too, in the equipment field. So it's, you know, you'll see a wide variety of backgrounds, but, you know, when you're applying for something, you would hope to see something that stands out in the background that says at least you've done this at one point, maybe as a student or, or something. But sometimes you get people with absolutely no experience at doing it. Yeah. And it's always safe to, or it's usually safe to get a degree in business that could be used for a wide variety of things. Yes, absolutely. But what's your degree in? Uh, mine is human performance exercise science. <laughs> is that still... Can you still get a degree in that? Yeah. I think they've changed the wording around a little bit. But, yeah. I mean, you can still get an exercise science degree and things like that. So, yeah. You know, basically it's a phys ed degree. They've changed it to sound more fancy now, but it's basically a phys ed degree. So, you would be qualified to be a PE teacher? Sure. Yes, I would. (laughs) Although, you know, it's... It's been a while since I've actually had ability to have teaching credentials, so I, I think I'd have to go through a little bit of rehash on that stuff because I don't. I think they, you know, it's been, oh geez, twenty odd, twenty plus years since I graduated college. I don't think that will that exactly fly for me, you know, trying to get a teaching certificate right now. <laughs> Never know though. Yeah, and with school out, I don't know if that's a great backup career option <laughs> for you anyway. <laughs> well. School is always going to happen, just a matter of, you know. sad part is PE degrees are, are, you know, physical education as a whole in school is so poorly managed and so poorly thought of that it's usually one of the first things cut, along with your industrial arts and your home ex and things like that. And it's just like, you know, there's certain skills to be learned there. And, and obviously there's, you know, the physical education, you know, the, the aspect of that, it's, it's lifelong things you can do to to combat obesity and diseases, heart disease and things like that. You know, it's it's really too bad that sometimes it's overlooked the physical, just the physical moving around is um, so overlooked. And then, you know, with, with the decline of physical education classes, I've seen, you think, seen a rise in obesity in the American public. So, I mean, you know, could go hand in hand. I'm sure I haven't done a study on it, but I'm sure somebody has or somebody could, and they probably find out 
it probably goes hand in hand. Yeah. That might be like not a for sure fire bet, but I think that there's probably probably something to that. Yeah, I would I would I, know, I would bet I would bet there's a correlation there somewhere. Mm-hmm. But we're not really here today to debate that. But no, do you have no. a do you, <laughs> do you have a suggestion for what are good major options if you want to go into equipment management? Well, I mean, there's there there's obviously some schools offer a a sports business degree, um, a business degree like we talked about. An accounting degree doesn't hurt either. You know, he either. You know, it's still dealing with numbers. I mean, it's still a lot of business aspects to that to the job that you have to um, do. Um, you know, like we talked about, any business degree will work. Um, there are certain amount of exercise science degrees. Um, you know, it, um, I don't think. I guess you can make a case for fashion design and fashion. Uh, a degree in fashion might be able to you know, work its way through there in some way or form or another, being that you deal with fabrics and clothes a lot. But um, I'm not aware of anybody that has that. In the <laughs> that would be but, cool, though. <laughs> but but really, you know, you figure if you get a fashion major, maybe as a student manager, I mean, really, why not? You sure. Know, <laughs> you know, you get a fa- person that starts out school to become a fashion fashion design major and all of a sudden they end up being a student manager and all of a sudden they end up being equipment manager and they're well versed in the fabrics and things like that so it's not a stretch you know since there's no equipment manager degree you'll you can see anything but you know tend to like like you said business degree has so many vast different purposes and and even an education degree you'll see a lot of people with the education degree that especially in the high school field that also double up as an equipment manager sometimes certified sometimes not you know there, there's a hopefully certified but you know not not so much in high school setting unfortunately mm-hmm. absolutely and depending you know with a degree in business you hypothetically could make more money going into a different industry with that business degree you'd have to truly want to do equipment Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, nobody's really an equipment being an equipment manager for the money. And um, yes, all those big checks, all those people getting paid mass amounts of sports doesn't trickle down to all the way through to the equipment room, unfortunately. Nope, but that's what makes you guys, you know, really good is that you do it because you love it. Yeah, there's certainly a lot of people that do it for the love of the game. I mean. Uh, you know, a big, a big um, shout out. A lot of happiness went out to Pat McAfee last week for his, um, for his giving a shout out to the equipment guys and, and the selfless work they do. So that was received well in the equipment community. Mm-hmm. So say you're qualified for an equipment manager position and you actually end up getting an interview. What can you kind of expect from? like an equipment manager interview? Well, I mean, obviously it depends on if, if, if it's an assistant or a head guy. Um, usually if it's an assistant, it may just be the head guy with the coaches that you're going to be working with. If it's a head equipment guy, you'll probably be talking with the athletic director, various coaches and or operations people. 
Um, the business office will probably be in there. Compliance office will probably be in there too. But uh, if it's just, yeah, if it's an assistant, yeah, it'll usually just be, it'll be a smaller, smaller people to, to confront. And, and so it may seem a little bit easier of an interview. Um, and they probably won't, you know, but when you get to the, when you're trying for your head job, yeah, you'll probably see, talk to all the, all the head coaches, operations people, compliance, business office, the head AD, you know, it's uh, definitely a big, more of a big deal, obviously. Mm-hmm. Will you usually do a phone interview first? Yeah, usually they will do a phone interview. Uh, most universities I've seen that usually, you know, they'll probably try to cut it down to maybe six or 12, depending on, depending on the school and depending on the amount of applicants. They'll try to weed it down between six and 12, um, applicants and and do a phone interview with there and try to and then from the phone interview they'll try to weed it down even further to maybe three to get the on-campus interviews if they're doing on-campus interviews obviously this time right now that nobody's doing on-campus interviews so i mean it's all it's all zoom meetings and whatnot and things like that but normally you know if especially if it's a head guy they'll they'll probably fly you in or you know have you they'll probably get you there to the get you to the university and have you there for a day or two and, and run you through the ring or two bad's pretty good. So um, it's, it's a process, you know, if you're looking for a job, you hope it, you want it to happen as fast as possible, but it's a process. And obviously there's a lot of HR paperwork you have to waddle through too. So, and you know, it's, sometimes you want it to happen fast and you're worried that it's not, no, no, nothing seems to be moving, but it, it sometimes it does take time. Mm-hmm. So pretty well from the minute they fly you in, will somebody probably pick you up and you're pretty well, you should expect to be on that interview for the next potentially 24 hours. Yeah. Typically, you know, if you, if they fly you in, they'll come pick you up at the airport and, Pretty much from that point on, you are you are on the clock, and obviously they'll they'll send you an itinerary before you get there to know exactly you know where you're being bounced around from. But that schedule sometimes changes once you get there. People have other meetings to take tend to schedules change, but you can pretty much from that point forward you are on the interview. When you know you might fly in the morning, fly out in the afternoon, or you might fly out the next day. You know, depending on what how much there they want to deal with you here and. You know, I, there's been one job interview I was in and out in a day, and there's been another interview I was there for, you know, flew in one morning and flew out the next evening. So, you know, it all depends on what the school is looking for and and how much commitment they want to make forward to making that. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily a good or bad sign, depending on how long you're scheduled to be there. Like, they might not... They, they might not have the candidate that they're most interested in stay longer than some of the other ones? Are you all on a pretty even playing field? Yeah, from my experience, it's all pretty much on an even playing field. Um, you know, they try, they, they try to keep everything the same so to make it as fair as possible. And sometimes, you know, they, they, they'll have the same – they'll have the same – they'll change the dates and have the same interview schedule set up and send that over to Human Resources to approve – so sometimes it's out of their control, really. And, and but mm. for the most part, though, you 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 know they try to keep keep the schedule, keep everyone on the same schedule. You know they'll just 
change the date and maybe adjust the times a little bit. But other than that, you'll you'll see same people that everybody else saw. And uh, you know, when it comes down to it, those people will make their choices on what what you present them. And are they really just looking for a good fit for the for the athletic department there? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's you know, obviously. They want somebody that they feel will fit right in and will do a good job. Um, you know, there's been there's been searches that I've been on where we felt we had no good candidates and we reopened it. Um, oh, wow. So, I, yeah, you definitely want somebody that, that you know, that gets along when, in the interview. And, and you should get along in the interview. Let's, let's not, you know, if you don't get along in the interview, you probably ain't going to get the job. But... Um, <laughs> You know, yeah, they definitely look for somebody that'll, that that fits. It looks like they, you know they feel like they'll fit right in. And, you, know, you know, for all these, for all the resume that's written on the paper and every, all your work experience, it, you know, a lot of people are just going to go in their gut, you know, and and who who they feel will be be the best person and fit in well in with the rest of the staff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that, but that really is a good point that unlike a lot of jobs, you really need to like and respect and get get along with the other members of that department because you might see them more and you have to work more closely with them than a lot of other jobs. Right. It's just not like an office job where you're being thrown into a cubicle and, you know, being forgotten about. You know, you got to get out and and communicate and work with people. So it's uh, definitely, you know, it's, it's athletics. Athletics is geared around teams and, and the team concept goes all the way through with that. So for mm-hmm. sure, that's a, uh, that's a um, big thing is do you fit, they do you think they will fit in well with everybody else? Yeah. It's also, I think I've heard you mention in the past, it's also pretty important that you're, I guess, a good standing member of society essentially so definitely no drug arrests or anything i don't know if like they run your credit report but yeah. i mean they're looking for you're not a huge face of the team like a coach would be but you're still you're still part of that team and you're representing them so does that play a role oh absolutely i mean any more pretty much any university will do a background check on you um and me well sure and and, and probably possibly a credit check because obviously you're going to be dealing with a lot of money there with you ordering things so they want to make sure you're trustworthy so if you have a checkered pass you might struggle a little bit in to get to get in the door um yeah it's it's really no difference than than any other job you know decent paying job they're going to they're going to do their research on them you know on the same token you need to do your research on on them too before you go to the interview you need to have a little background on the people that you're going to be talking to, um, you know, get, get, take a little notes in your mind of their traditions and, and things that go on in the school. So you're, you know, so you can throw that in the interview and, and show that you cared enough to, you know, to look at the university and, and under, try to understand everything about what's going on there before you get there. Um, mm, that's good advice. You know, it, it, and you know, especially in athletics, you um, you really want to do as much background search on the people you're going to be interviewing with, because there's a chance that 
somewhere along the line, they might know somebody that you, you know, you, you might know have somebody common that you worked with in the past or, or something like that. So that's always, obviously anything you can get to make yourself stand out, that's what you're looking for in the interview to, to help boost your cause. So if you can find somebody that, you know, you have a common interest in or, or something like that, absolutely exploit that. Mm. Yeah, I definitely can see how that would help you stand out. I also think it would be particularly important whenever you go to these interviews to be yourself because you don't want to be part of an athletic department that you don't fit in, whether or not you can convince them that you're good for the job. If if you're not going to be happy there, then it's not going to work in the long run. Right. And, and, you know, usually on the interview, you'll have a feeling, too, if you're going to belong to it. So it's, you know, it works both ways. You know, if you leave there thinking you did a good job and, and you feel like you belong there, then you'll have a pretty good pretty good feeling about it. But, you know, if you leave there not really liking the people or some of the scenarios about it, you'll, you know, if you're off the job, you might just turn it down. Yeah. And that can be honestly really a good thing in the long run. Too. Right. Right. I mean, we won't, we won't name the... The university, but you went on a job interview in the past where you didn't feel like the position was right for you. And whenever you came back, your university that you were at at the time offered you more money. Yep. Yep. Because that university had also offered you a job that can kind of work in your favor. Oh, absolutely. It doesn't necessarily hurt to turn down jobs that aren't right for you. No, absolutely. I mean, you got to, it's, it's, it's a two way street. You got to feel, you got to feel good about where you're going. I understand you might be looking for a job and you might think it's your job, but then when you get there and do the interview, you might have a different feeling after that. You absolutely have to want to be there. You you know, because if you don't want to be there, that's going to show and, you know, you either want to one, lose your, get fired or two, you'll be looking for another job in six months anyhow, just because you hate it there. So I yeah. mean, you definitely got to be able to, you got to feel like you fit into the whole, you got to buy into what they're selling too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And moving across the country is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and not fun either. It's not fun. <laughs> no, moving is not fun. I don't know a single person that likes to move. You know, co- coaches do it a whole lot. They can do it. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I find it miserable, but, you know, it's part of the job. It is part of the job. Well, do you have any other finishing up last advice for anybody that's interviewing for equipment? Well, I mean, um, I think the best thing is tell the truth. Don't try to fudge your way through it. Tell the truth. Um, the truth always comes out. So mm-hmm. whenever you're on your interview, tell the truth. Don't don't try to give them the answer you want. they want to hear. Tell them the truth. They'll respect that more. Like I said, the truth always comes out. So if you tell them one thing and then you get there and two months later they're questioning why, well, you know, it'll come up. So tell the truth all the way through the process. I mean, it sounds so simple, but yet it happens all the time where people just want to give them the right, the right, the answer they think you want, they want to hear. Um, So tell the truth, be yourself. If you're a happy-go-luck sort of person, then just be that way. Just relax, enjoy yourself, have have a good time with the people um, that you're meeting. The one good thing about 
especially on-campus interviews, is you can usually take away something from it to learn for yourself to apply to your equipment room, even if you don't get the new job. Um, you might see something there that they do, and it's like, oh, well, you know, that's not a bad idea. And you go back and put it in your room, or, or you know, or you're fortunate enough to get the job and, and be able to do that seamlessly. Um, you know, the one of the big, if you do get a job, um, obviously you want to take, you want to, you want to make it into your own, you want to make the equipment in your room your own and, and your rules and things like that. But there's a process that you need to go through too, where you need to learn exactly what's going on in school. You can't just come in and start changing all the rules because some of those things just don't fly. It just, you know, it, it's, it has to be a gradual thing. It's like you have to figure out what's working and what's not working in in that job. I mean, there's some things you can change right away. The obvious obvious things that are just completely wrong. But sure, yeah. Um, you know, if you do it gradually over time, it will be it will be more effective. People won't, you know, as the the administration, if they're desperate for somebody, looking for somebody, they'll take their time and support you and things like that. But if you do it the wrong way and try to push too hard too fast, you'll start losing, you'll start losing your fans in the department. Um, you got to go about it the right way. You got to go putting the changes in the right way. And sometimes that might take two, three years or longer. You know, eventually over time, you can get all of that. You know, you have to be, you have to be a little patient with it yourself. You know, there's yeah. there's certain things that I know that I've went in to certain universities and you know. Right away, there were some media changes that that were obvious. I that I felt was obvious, and and once I got the input, people thought, you know, that oh yeah, that's 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 what we needed. And and then there's other things that I wanted right away, but I knew I couldn't get. So I just you know slowly over time it happened. And so you have to you have to prioritize your your things you're going to change, you know, and and plan on being there. Three, just plan on being there your whole life. And if something else comes along, so be it. You might take your chance then. But, you know, when you go someplace, plan on being there your entire life. Think long term. So, because you never know. Maybe maybe you will end up being there long term. Maybe you won't. You don't know. Um, but plan on doing that. Don't don't think it's going to be, oh, I'm going to do this for a couple of years and then go up the ladder a little bit more. You don't know that. You never know that. Yeah. And you want to leave that equipment room better than when you found it absolutely you want to make it a better job than when than you found it and if you leave it a better job than you found it you know they're going to get a quality replacement person to come in there and take out take care of it after you too so that's always a good thing too because if you made that job more desirable you know people will want that job so i can th- i can think of a job i took where um it wasn't the greatest scenario and and it was a, you know it was a little bit of a step down for me, I felt, I feel, but in the end, it became a very good job, and it got filled up by a lot. It got turned down by some good people before I got there, and then it got filled. It got filled by some very good people after I left there. So you know, it became a it became a good job. So I had a little bit to do with it, and the people that followed me did the same thing. So it, it's it's a nice job anymore. Mm-hmm. Compared to compared to where it was when I first came in there, so you know, but it takes time. Yeah, 
yeah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen overnight. Don't take, don't take positions where you're unhappy with the present conditions and think, thinking that it's just immediately going to change. You need to be able to work with what you have at the time. Right. And you gotta, and you know, also, you know, you gotta go where you feel that you got the backing and the support of the administration. Because if you don't have that, you know, you might as well just forget about it. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's definitely that's definitely important, and sometimes it's hard to find, depending on the depending on the department. Yeah, hey, you know, it's it's you know there'll be ups and downs with the new job and and things like that. But you know, you, once again, just stay very focused on the long term things. Yeah, we uh, definitely thinking about all those new graduates and everyone looking for a job right now. This is. Not the time you probably envisioned that you were looking, going to be looking for a job. And <laughs> right. It's definitely a scary time to be looking for a job, but we definitely, uh, we de- <laughs> we definitely wish all those, uh, those new graduates luck. If any of those new graduates out there, if you're out there looking for a job and you want to be on the podcast and kind of tell us your experience about it. You can contact us on social media or you can use our new website, issuewindow.com. And there's going to be a form on there that you can fill out and let us know that you might be interested in being on the podcast. We'd love to have you. Yeah, absolutely. Think of a way to get your resume out there as a, as a free way to get your resume out, there, resume out there to a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. A, a department might just hear you and like what they hear exactly you never know Mm -hmm. but yeah this is a slightly new episode format for us that we're trying out i hope to include maybe one episode like this a month where we do a little bit more of a educational take on an issue in equipment or a particular job duty and we we're going to dive a little deeper into it. So if you have a particular topic that you want to hear from us, definitely definitely let us know. We are more than open to discussing a little bit of everything on here. Until the next episode, thank you for listening, and I hope everybody stays safe and stays sane. Bye. See you. Bye.